Irish Irish Exit Everything Welcome to Irish Exit Everything. My name is Frank, and if I'm not careful, y'all will start to think that this is a political commentary podcast, which it's not supposed to be. But I just want to talk about things that I think are interesting, but unfortunately... Politics has its grubby little fingers in pretty much everything, so it's uh, difficult not to comment on it. Uh, With that being said, the topic for today is radicalism. Uh, What is radicalism? Well, uh, the dictionary definition is the beliefs or actions of people who advocate through or complete political or social reform. That's it. It's about change. But with anything these days... You know, nobody gives a fuck about what something actually means. They just want to be told if it's good or bad. And that's the be-all, end-all. I know a lot of people aren't fans of American history or learning in general. But think about it. This country might still be a British colony were not for radicalism, right? You know, declaring independence, starting a revolutionary war, which was technically a rebellion at the time, is radical, isn't it? I would say extremely radical, but I would assume that most Americans are grateful for the fact that we're independent from Great Britain, right? I mean, well, that wouldn't be possible without radicalism. Uh, But something I think that people don't understand is that radicalism doesn't have to be as violent as a revolutionary war, or violent at all. Um, But that's how it's portrayed, typically. It's just advocating for change. You know, and change has always been important, um, but it's really taking center stage in 2020. So I wanted to talk to some good friends of mine, Robbie and Jeff, who are big advocates for change, and see what they had to say about radicalism. All right, my friends, what does radicalism mean to you? And I know it makes it sound like we're in a weird social studies class, but I'm interested in what you guys think about it. Jeff, take it away. No, it's all you. Uh, I vote you go first. No. This is a democracy, so I also vote Jeff. And I hate to say it, but you've been outvoted, Jeff, so you gotta go first. What? You gotta go first. We voted. Huh. Oh, God. Well, don't Google it. I already did. You. But this is what I was going to say. No, it is. Let the man speak. <laughs> oh, okay. So, radicalism to me, <laughs> based off of Merriam-Webster. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Sounds like you're no. standing in front of the class about to read your report. Yeah, uh, this, is, this is what I would write. Radicalism on, means on to me. Essay. Oh my God, just say it. So, essentially, it's the idea that... Um, Stop laughing. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're, like, adding these filler words as if you're, like, making it your own. So, essentially, like, in a nutshell, what it is... You you see... uh, No, it's, like, having and putting forth, like, a movement, but having more focus on the movement um, itself being through, like, politics and reform... um, you know, it could be for a plethora of ideas, but the the idea for, I think, for me, like, just thinking about being radical or being part of radicalism, um, I feel like I said that really weird, is just, like, 
trying to do something for somebody else that doesn't necessarily affect you, but it affects the greater um, like community um, and a respect um, or aspect. Oof, words are hard. Um, through, like I said, political and like social reform. Great. That and was uh, not quoted off of Google. Thank you very much. I was going to say, um, so before you looked it up, what did it mean to you? Uh, essentially just like a movement to get shit done. Like that's, that's what I've considered like being radical is. Um, you know, there's a lot of, I think in media and in movies, like there's a lot of ideas of radicalism to work towards reform. And that like one of the biggest things that comes to my mind is the movie, um, pirate radio, um, and uh, Red Dawn as well um, are kind of the two that I think of when I think of like radicalism. Um, hmm. so, yeah. Red Dawn, that's a good example. Robbie, what Thanks. about you? Do you feel similarly? Well, I haven't looked it up, um, but I'll try to give an alternate uh, uh, like answer. So when I think of like somebody being radical or I guess I don't really think of radicalism like I don't think of it as a movement but I think on an individual level like what if somebody is you know categorized as radical typically it's because they have ideas or beliefs or support movements that are seen as like so far out of the norm so far if you want to like have a political spectrum so far right or so far left um and I think right now where I see it the most <clears throat> is in politics. You have like the radical right wing, which people say is very like super, super conservative. Um, I think Tea Party is another way to describe it. And then you think of leftists like so far pa- past a liberal agenda that you're you're considered like a radical leftist, somebody who wants this idea, maybe a grand idea that uh, is too hopeful or too, yeah, too out there for for the mainstream um, or average household to comprehend or, or get behind. I should say, not necessarily comprehend, but to support. If that makes sense. For sure. Yeah. In in Jeff's defense, um, I did look it up as well uh, to prepare for this conversation. Oh. Um, and yeah, I didn't realize it basically just means like you're advocating for change, like replacing or transforming the fundamental principles of society. That's like the exact definition. It's like, wow, that doesn't seem as extreme as I thought before I looked it up. Like to echo what Robbie was saying, like I thought it was like just like extreme opinions, usually paired with violence where you'd be like, wow, that's fucking crazy. But it really, it isn't that extreme. Like you just, you're in favor of change really. So with what Robbie said in mind, like do you guys think radicalism has a negative connotation, especially in 2020? I think to the to the general public, yeah. Um, but I also think with the younger generation, like with Gen Z coming up and starting to get involved politically <clears throat> in the world, it's not really seen as negative. It's just seen as like we stand for what we believe in and we are willing to like die on this hill, mm-hmm. probably literally. Right. Um, if it comes forward. Right, right. Like, I'll stand in front of a moving train, I'll 
you know, whatever it is, like I, this new generation that seems fearless in a way of like, I don't care the repercussions are, we need to save the planet kind of thing. Um, or save the country or save, you know, a, a whole community mm-hmm. rather than let's inch our way over there. It's like, mm-hmm. boom, we're taking this, we're jumping all the way over. Yeah. And so I think, I think the perception is, is transforming, but to, you know, the average household. Yeah. I think it has a big negative connotation. Jeff. Yeah. I think, um, <clears throat> for me, like I, Frank, to your point, I really didn't have kind of that idea um, of what that re- that really meant, and so like for me to be able to give like a definition, like even when we started having this conversation about being radical, um, right? It's I had I was like, okay, let's do it, like like let's start shit on fire, and you know, really hit, like make a statement. And so, like when I think of radical, I think that that's for me that kind of. Um, lack of a better phrase like ex- like elaborate or extravagant way of like showing what you're what you're trying to do mm-hmm. um and i think that it's that way because of media because of movies in the past like i said like with red dawn and stuff like that and i think when you hear radical you never like i don't know if i've ever heard like a like a positive positive out like not outcome but like positive story that that's involved something being radical so mm-hmm. um i think that's where that negative perception definitely comes from i definitely think that there is um that perception and even during this election season i think the radical is thrown around a lot um definitely. with a negative connotation and so um as you know i think many words throughout time they come become like misconstrued or are given a different meaning or different light. Um, and I think that's one of those words that we've kind of got to that point. Can you, I don't mean to interrupt you or, or Frank either. I, I, can you clarify what you mean by, or maybe restate what you said about like, you've never seen a positive example or positive, uh, connotation of radicalism. Well, actually, if I can yeah. speak on that, sorry, Jeff. Oh, you're good. Um, because you keep mentioning, like, Red Dawn and stuff like that. I think because, I mean, with most things, people don't really understand, um, like, definitions of things. And, like, with when you see things like Red Dawn, I feel like radicalism is just, like, sensationalized. Um, and usually that means in, in a certain direction where it is violent, right? With, like, Red Dawn and, like, invasions and stuff like that. I think that's what Jeff was trying to get at, Right. Yeah. yeah yeah I think like I said I think for me like the idea that the only times that I've heard of like something being radical is in a, is in a negative state is kind of what I meant by that um mm-hmm. I see well because when I think of like figures people in history that were dubbed radical um by maybe mainstream media or you know excuse me, whoever's in power at the time, I think of like Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. who was dubbed radical. And I mean, now when, you know, when January rolls around and his, his birthday rolls around and everybody gets that day off from work or school or whatever, 
people are sharing all these MLK quotes and it's like, I mean, if we were living during that time that he was alive, most of these people that are sharing these quotes wouldn't be sharing his quotes because they don't necessarily agree with what he stands for. But now, like now, because it's been such a watered down, his ideas have been so watered down or have progressed so far that they're not seen as radical. Everybody's like willing to embrace, you know, what his ideas were. Um, But I think of, I think of, you know, him, or I think of, um, like even 20 years before him with, um, who was the Russian leader during World War II? Stalin, Joseph Stalin. Mm-hmm. He was seen as a radical, but he was fighting against Germany. Right, right. Even though he was like super terrible person, like he didn't treat people very well. And his sort of strategy, his, his war strategy was let's send 10,000 people over the hill and mm-hmm. they'll eventually, you know, outman and outmaneuver the, the rest of the folks. But he was fighting on the side of the allies. So it was like, I don't know, I guess seen as a positive at the time. I don't know enough about him to be able to say that he was or he wasn't. But that's what I think of when I think of like positive or negative figures that were dubbed radical, if that makes sense. Yeah, but like hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So like we can look back now and say, oh yeah, like he was radical, but like we typically look back and call them heroes, not radicals, right? In the time, like during that time, that's when they're called radicals, right? Because it's in the present. Mm-hmm. But yeah. looking back, we can say, well, no, they're not radical. They're a hero, right? Right, 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 yeah. And you touched on it before, Robbie. I think it's definitely a generational thing, whereas like the younger generation today is like, hell yeah, I'm a radical. Like, shit needs to change, so we're going to change it. Right, right. Whereas like the older generation will kind of call you radical as almost an insult, Right, and what right. we were saying before, like that's a you're you have an extreme opinion, so you're a radical. So it's definitely a generational thing, I would say. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Uh, so with that being in mind, should people be worried about being labeled a radical? Like if because unfortunately the older generation is still kind of in charge, right? Um, if they label the younger generation as radical, is that? likely going to prevent them from getting shit done because people won't take them seriously like oh you have crazy ideas you're radical like we're not going to do what you say should people be worried about being labeled a radical <laughs> I, I mean i don't personally think so i mean i think of people who are seen as radicals today in politics people think of you know alexandria ocasio-cortez or even bernie sanders or you know p- these people that are very polarizing on the left um but I, I don't think those folks are worried about being called radical. Like, I, I don't I don't know that, but I don't I think if they were worried about it, they wouldn't be doing the work that they're doing mm-hmm. um, because they know that that, OK, you're called a radical. But the actions that they're taking are so necessary to drink to to really bring about social change, like to, to even have change as an option. So they don't care if they're, you know called radical they don't necessarily see as negative i think even in some cases it might be considered like a a positive thing like yes i'm labeled a radical which means i'm going so far against what is the norm right now um and that might be something that that people like i don't know jeff what are your thoughts Uh, i can hear what you said i'm sorry i got distracted (laughs) what i said yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, in a nutshell i don't think people um really care about being called a radical because they because of multiple reasons one they know that their actions are necessary to bring like 
true and honest and genuine social change. Um, but also, too, they might see it as, like, a positive. Like, they're going so far against what is the norm, what is, like, currently in place, mm-hmm. that, you know, they, they're... They don't, they're okay with being called that. That means that they're they're being measured against what's currently happening, and that and by that standard, they are considered radical, even though maybe they're not necessarily. I think again, I, I kind of made this point a little bit earlier, but I, I really think it depends on the person and the generation. Um, I think if you were to call somebody that is a boomer um, radical, like they're not going to. I don't believe that they're going to take that as like a compliment. Because I think that... Well, they don't take boomer they, as a compliment either. What? They don't take being called a boomer a compliment either. Yeah, well, I don't really care. That's not meant to be a compliment. Um, <laughs> so, like, I don't think that they're going to take, you know, the, the, the phrase radical, like, as, as something that's, that's a positive or that it's, is affecting change, right? Like, they, I think, again, it comes down to the... The evolution of a word, and I think, you know, we've seen that in um, a lot of ways. I One of the things for me that um, I think about often, and it's kind of weird to, to, that I think about this often, there used to be a Hillary Duff commercial um, with these, <laughs> these two girls. Your age is showing. Your age store, is showing. And one girl yeah. said, that's gay. And Hillary Duff comes out of nowhere, and she's like, you shouldn't say that, but, like, Boomers used to use that phrase a lot. And I know that that's two very different levels. Um, but I, I think that our language changes so much throughout generations that, sure, the younger generation might might enjoy being called a radical and knowing that they're putting stuff um, and putting their time into good work. But, you know, those are that are part of the older generations, like, they're going to see it probably as an insult. Um, mm-hmm. so I think it really just depends. I, I think that if you look at millennials and younger, radical is a great thing. But if you look at any, anybody older than like millennials, it's probably not going to be the, the same, um, response that you would get. Unless you're Bernie Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I mean, like he, his, he's considered a far left person, mm-hmm. but really all he wants is the minimum wage to be $15 an hour and healthcare for everyone. And you know, climate change to be combated and it, which to him is all common sense right. to a lot of folks is common sense stuff, right. but he's dubbed that. Right. So I don't know. I, right. and that's I, insane. I that's insane that it's he's like an extreme radical because he wants people to have a decent standard of living. That's crazy. Right. That's, and that's like the part that blows my mind where I'm like, I don't like, these aren't outlandish ideas. They're just change that you are afraid of. Not you, but you know, the people that are sort of comfortable in power now or the status quo right now, you know, they're looking at these ideas like, well, that's not anything we've ever had. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, we did for a long time, women couldn't vote and, you know, black people were considered three fifths of a human. And so like, you think of how far we've come with social change and like any given decade, you can look 20 years prior and see like, Oh, that never happened. And now it's happening. And I bet, in the next five to 10 years, we'll start seeing, depending on the political landscape, we'll start seeing the attitudes change and shift because it's what it's been doing. That's sort of the trend. So, For sure. And I, th- I think Jeff touched on it 
it's a really important point, the evolution of a word. And like we said before, like radicalism is sensationalized where people think about it in the extreme. But yeah. really, it's just advocating for change. So my next question is, um, do you guys plan on being radical? Well, I, I would consider myself... Like, I would not be surprised if people considered me to be radical. Um, I, I guess I would consider myself to be such if I'm comparing myself to Joe Biden or, or you know, um, sort of the establishment politically. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not afraid to be called that. I think it's fine. I, I'm not really hurt by it, but... I do think, um, like five years ago, if I were called that, I I would be like, wait, what? What do you mean? Right. Can you give me examples? What do you, you know? Yeah. Jeff. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of what the three of us have, have done and have talked about and um, have worked towards and are working towards, I, I I think could be seen as as being radical. I mean, the majority of our family members in the conversations we we've had would probably consider us to be radical um, in a negative way. Exactly. Let's Your families. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but I I think that you know with, with especially the three of us, um, you know, like how do I don't want to say this? Like maintaining a lot of privilege in our identities. Um, I think that the way that our radicalism compared to somebody who might have other identities looks very, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason that, that I say that is because, you know, obviously if someone that, that is, is a black individual does something, like the white eyes are going to see them, you know, in this different light than maybe somebody else, right? Or maybe that they would see somebody else um, that is white doing that. So. I think that, yes, in a way, we we have been and are being radical in the things that we're doing. Um, I definitely think that there's more to do. And, like, now that I have a better understanding, um, I think just of the definition, like, again, like, the term for me, like, I didn't know. It was just, like, you know, working for and advocating for, for other people to get stuff done and for reform. Like, you think about that, like, we do that in our jobs, like a lot of the time um and so it's i think taking it with a different lens and and saying okay so why why does it have this negative connotation on it right i think um we've talked a little bit of that but at the end of the day like if we know we're doing good work then we're 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 doing good work right like i don't need somebody else to say like, especially my family members, I don't even need them to say, hey, you shouldn't be doing that because it's helping helping people that don't have the same identities as you. Like, that's basically what they said through every every conversation we had. Um, so, like, How dare you? You know, if helping other people that are, you know, part of minoritized groups, like, is radical, then fuck it. I'm radical. Right. I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. Hell yeah, uh, brother. So... For sure. And you, you were wondering, like, why is it still seen as a negative thing? I think it's a, 
a trickle-down effect from the top. Obviously, people in power don't want things to change because it suits them so well. So they're going to you know, try saying, oh, people who want change are radical, and that's a bad thing. So it definitely comes from the top, the trickle-down thing. Uh, would you guys want to plug anything uh, that you're doing in terms of <laughs> radicalism? And this is, again, we said this in our, our messages with each other, but this is where FBI agents kind of perk up, like, oh, what are they doing? <laughs> Carolyn, you listening? <laughs> Melissa, you on the line? What's up, Roy? Roy, oh my gosh, that guy. I mean, I don't, I don't know, I guess. Um, I, am, I am writing postcards and phone banking for... Um, Reverend Warnock and uh, Joe Ossoff. I think that's how you pronounce it, Ossoff. Um, Postcards? Whoa, settle down, buddy. I know, right? I am <laughs> so radical. I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm helping to get people registered and, and at least aware of the runoff election um, in early December, well, middle December, I guess. Mm-hmm. In Georgia. But I guess... In Georgia, yes, I'm sorry. In Georgia, the two Senate races that if they go blue, then um, it's 50-50 in the, in the Senate. Um, mm-hmm. And that means really that the VP will um, be doing a lot of decision making if yeah. people vote party lines. Right. So, that's uh, that's something that's, I've never... I guess that's uh, radical. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, that's something I've never really seen before, right? It's like people getting involved in other states' elections. Like, obviously, there's the national election, but, like, you've never really seen anyone, like, participate and get involved in uh, different states' elections. So, no. uh, that's definitely something new, I would say, for 2020. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe <laughs> lots of people go across state lines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's, aside from, like, my normal, I, I don't know, I guess I'm doing edu- education work and um, consulting work, Um with a group that I'm a part of and um, you know we, we do various social justice trainings and workshops for colleges universities the private sector nonprofit really anybody that wants <laughs> that wants it um, and people look at social justice as radical depending on the person mm-hmm. um, so I, I mean that's something that I'm, I've been doing with two others um, we're, we're called the fire this time enterprises and um, so you can literally just Google that, and it'll show up. Nice. And you're on Instagram as well. We're on Instagram as well. Yep. Fire This Time Speaks on Instagram. Love it. Jeff, what have you been up to? Yeah. Um, I think as, as we continue to have these conversations, like the three of us have been you know, talking about political stuff and where we, where we can help for, for a couple months now, and... You know, one of the things that I'm doing specifically this week, um, also to assist in um, not just, you know, the, the Georgia runoff, um, but just to help the state of Georgia in general. This is the first time that they have been blue in a very, very long time. Um, but during my stream um, this week, I'm fundraising um, for the new Georgia Project, which is an organization um that assists with getting people registered to vote, um, specifically those that, that fall under marginalized identities that typically don't always vote um, in the state of Georgia. And so they do a lot of outreach. They put on a lot of programming. They actually partnered with Twitch um, before um, the election started to do um, 
like a get out and vote campaign, um, which I found out about, which I was like, that's really awesome. They were one of two organizations, I think with the ACLU um, was the other one. So those two partnered with Twitch, which is super awesome. So um, just seeing and being able to learn about an organization that's focused on politics, but also is willing to, you know, jump in and partner with the biggest streaming platform in the world um, and being like current on hot, like where demographics are and where, especially those that are um, younger and getting out the message of like, hey, voting is really important. Like this is your, your time to really talk about, you know, kind of where your voice is and, you know, be able to affect what's happening. And so um, doing that uh, to help raise funds for them um, because I think, I think the organization is going to do great work. Um, and, and like Robbie said, one of the other things we're going to be looking into is phone banking um, as well this week. Um, because again, I think that's, that's important stuff. But aside from doing stuff on campus, focused around social justice work, um, that's really what I'm, what I'm focused on currently. That's awesome. And in case uh, this doesn't get uploaded before the charity stream ends, uh, I encourage listeners to just go check out the New Georgia Project um, online and see how you can get involved. Uh, but a final thought, I thought it was really interesting that you brought up um, partnerships on Twitch. I feel like, and like kind of what Robbie was saying too, like it's kind of being, radicalism is kind of being normalized nowadays. And I think it Twitch helps a lot with that because you see these nonprofits and like politicians even get on Twitch and just like interact with the the general public, usually the younger generations on the, on Twitch. So I think that's, that definitely helps uh, normalize radicalism a lot. Yeah. And I think one of the, the big things too, um, with that is, I mean, I didn't know about, about Hassan until you showed me him um, on Twitch, but one of the biggest streamers on Twitch is a political, um, I, why do I always want to say analyst? It's not an analyst, but um, commentator. Commentator, thank you so much. Um, and he has just blown up, and he is a. I believe he considers himself to be a leftist, um, but you know, just having a platform like Twitch for for somebody to like have that when you think it's just a platform for you know, sharing gameplay and it's evolved. And I think, you know, it's becoming a good opportunity for, for, like I said earlier, like the younger generation to understand what it means to be a part of politics, to, to be understanding of what's on the ballot and um, who you're supporting and, and what their, what their plans are for the country. Right. Like, I think that's a huge step and nothing like that existed when I was younger. Like I, I think between last election and this election, that was the, the first elections that I've ever like paid attention to politics. Because I was like, "Oh, this doesn't matter to me. Like, it doesn't affect me in any way." Um, yeah, definitely. But it does. Yeah, and people are starting and, to realize that. Go ahead. I was just like echoing what you said. That people are starting to realize like this stuff matters. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Twitch, um, and then you have Facebook, where people can share their misinformed opinions <laughs> and conspiracy theories. And then you got that new new Facebook for for right wing people oh, that's yeah. just all focused on conspiracy theories and uh, you know sharing more misinformation. So 
Robbie, uh, thoughts on Facebook? <laughs> uh, no, no thoughts. Time. All right. Thanks, you, thank you guys for uh, joining me, and I have to say that you guys are both uh, totes rad. Hey. Thanks. You're uh, totes adorbs. Oh, thank you. I love you. I love y'all. I'm cuddle. So there you have it. Uh, Radicalism can be a beautiful thing, whether you think of it as an individual action, as Robbie describes, or as an action movie, as Jeff said. Uh, I do think it's funny that people throw around radicalism, the radicals, when folks are simply doing something that they don't agree with. Yes, technically, protesting is radicalism, you know, because they're advocating for reform. But when these people are yelling radicalism because they don't agree with protesting, it's because they're saying, you know, you need to be stopped. But, you know, that's not how this works, Karen. What it boils down to is if you're trying to make this country a better place, then you're a radical. So don't be concerned about that label. Like Robbie was saying, Martin Luther King Jr. was considered a radical in the 60s. Clearly someone thought that because he was assassinated. Um, And now he's absolutely a hero. And I think Jeff's point about the evolution of a word is really important. You know, as of right now, it seems like white boomers use the words radical and SJW as insults. Um, But I think the younger generations are embracing these labels and and people are striving to be those things. Because, yeah, why wouldn't you want reform? Um, And that's what 2020 and beyond needs, embracing reform. Um, And if it wasn't clear already, embracing radicalism does not mean being violent. In no way would I encourage violent radicalism. So go check out the New Georgia Project. Go check out the Fire This Time Enterprises at firethistimespeaks.com. And of course, blacklivesmatter.com. I'll always advocate for that. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join me next time. Irish exit everything. Irish exit everything. <laughs>